Welcome to Get in the Herd, a podcast about addiction and recovery brought to you by the McShin Foundation. If you or a loved one are looking for real discussions about addiction, recovery, stigma, advocacy, and most importantly, hope, then stick around. Thanks for joining us. Now sit back and get ready for another great episode of Get in the Herd. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the award-winning recovery podcast, Get in the Herd, brought to you by the McShin Foundation. My name is Nathan Mitchell, and I'm your host today. And with me, I have to my left, John O, and to my right, I've got Shane W. Now, I want to, before we start, I want to say a special thank you to Gart back there, who's uh, doing all the producing and the stuff. I'm here, Gart. Gart. That's, that's your name now, bro. Gart. I'll take it. <laughs> hey, so listen, today we've got a, an awesome uh, duo here on the show. Um, right now, both have are very, very close to completing the 28-day program and are both going in different directions with after the 28-day program. So uh, I want to start uh, with Shane, who's what? Today is your last 20 of the Tomorrow. 20? Tomorrow. tomorrow. Well, you're leaving tomorrow, though. I'm leaving tomorrow. Yeah, so your, your day is over what? Today? No, I do not believe so. I think I have to stay till oh till noon tomorrow or something. Uh, probably Class? the end of the day. Oh yeah, you hit, bro. <laughs> you hit. I'm good. Uh, so so we got Shane W over here. So Shane, hey, when you when you talk, you can talk a little closer into the mic. Yeah, gotcha. Get, yeah. See, can you hear yourself in there I now? Can. Yeah. I can. So Shane, man, welcome to the show. You're Thanks, about sir. to close out your 28 days here, um, and you're about to go do some things and 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 things. Uh, what's going on? What's your plan for after the 28 day program? Well, my plan for after the 28-day program changed drastically about a week ago. Ooh. Yeah. I uh, Somebody I was living with decided they didn't want me living with them anymore. So I no longer had a place to live. So I am planning on transitioning to sober living here. But first, I have a few things I need to fix. Things okay. I need to get. I need to go get my stuff and put it in storage and work out with my job all the way across town. How I can work over on this side of town with no license. So, yeah, I've got several things I need to iron out. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, let's put a pin in that because I, I, I know we're going to come back to that. But I, I want to pivot over here to John O. John O, you just finished your 28 days, what, yesterday, day before? Uh, three days ago, I think. Okay. A couple days ago? Yeah. Uh, three days ago. So what is your plan, your transition plan post-28 days? Well, my plan was to go to sober living here. Was. Was okay. Was what happened? Uh -oh. Something uh, get messed up? No, no. Yeah, something good happened. Something good happened. Yeah. Talk about that. So uh, Kevin came to me and asked me if I'd be willing to train to be a house leader at the Scott House, and I said absolutely. Uh, I think it's going to be really good for my recovery. 
you know, to stay connected over there, help people out, you know, and it'll be helping me out too. Uh, so I'm training right now. I'm the assistant house leader at the Scott house. Uh, Chris is training me and, uh, the plan is to transition me to the house leader. So let me get this straight. You've been here, what, 28 days plus three days. So like 31 days at this point. Correct. And, and you've been here at the McShin organization for 31 days and already they're like, Hey, we want you to be an assistant house leader and train you up to be that leader Correct. of the house. Are they insane here, Art? Is that what's going on, bro? Like that just seems incredible to me. It is. Oh that wait, was, yeah? yeah. Well, that was me too. Well, okay. Wait a sec. Because wait a second. Let me. Let, what's your yeah. experience? When did you get here? Like Tuesday? Yeah, last Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's your experience? You you got here what in December? Yeah, I got here uh, December thirtieth. Um, went into Mixin, uh January eighteenth. I was at Tucker's for eighteen days. And um, uh, completed the 28-day program. <clears throat> and um, You went to Tucker's for 18 days? 18 whole days, yes. Oh, well, so anybody listening doesn't know what that is. That's a um, – um, well, it's a, it's a psychiatric hospital, right? Yeah, I yeah. went there to detox. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That You yeah. went to detox. Mm -hmm. 18 days. 18 days. And yeah. we're, what, six months into the year, and you're here running a podcast with thousands of dollars worth of equipment. And a, What just happened to you yesterday? What did, oh, I got my driver's license yesterday after yeah, seven yeah. years. Everybody stay off the roads. Yeah. No, for real. Stay off the roads. <laughs> they, they were talking about giving them a trailer earlier yeah. today, too. I'm a little nervous about yeah. that, Art. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. After seven years, got my driver's license back. Um, you know, I'm, I'm producing the podcast at McShane. I got business cards. It's crazy. It really is. Business. 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 Yeah, yeah I remember. Yeah. Wow. That's freaking incredible. So so what I'm hearing is, so you've been here 31-ish days, Correct. something like that, and and you about to become, well, you are an assistant house leader. They're training you up to be the to the leader of the house. I mean, that's that's just incredible, the progression. So so tell me, where were you before you came to McShin, and what's happened over the last, during the 28-day program that's in, inspired you to want to go forward? Um, so I was in a RSW jail for quite a long time. Uh, I had a couple other friends that were in there with me and, uh, they got released and I had to still stay in there for a long time after they left. But while I was in there, they came to McShin and they completed the program. One of them became a house leader and they are both now sober for over five or over three years. And, wow. uh, so they, they got in contact with me while I was in the jail and, uh, they told me how good they were doing it. And I was just inspired by that. I was like, man, maybe this can work for me, you know? And so when I, I told my friend that, you know, to tell cricket that I wanted to come to McShin, uh, I quit drinking in the jail. Uh, today's my nine month sober day. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. Congratulations. Yeah. So I quit drinking in the jail. I made a decision. I didn't want to do that anymore, drink or use drugs. And I came here with a really open mind because of what I saw my two friends do, because I would have never, ever believed that they would ever be sober and they're doing it. Yeah. And they're, one of them's getting ready to, he's working for uh, the Warren Coalition. Yeah. And he's helping addicts. He's helping a lot of people come out of jails. Yeah. Shout out to James Funkhouse. James Funkhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Doing and, good big shit. He's getting ready to get his own recovery house 
Oh, seriously? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's doing really awesome stuff for people. That's awesome, man. Uh, somebody out there watching, listening right now, come do do check it for me because I don't have. I mean, I have my phone, but I'm not going to do that right now. But as I understand it, I believe the nine month tag or the nine month chip in AA is the most difficult one to get. I don't know how that would be that most difficult in the. I mean, I don't really know. For me, the six month uh, chip has been elusive. Mm, so. And you're getting close to that, aren't you? Yep. Um. Got a. Yeah. On July first, we'll be. Six months. Never. So, well, yeah. This is the most time I've ever had. Yeah? Yeah. Awesome. Well, okay. So actually, this goes to being a leader, right? Being a leader and understanding us as people in recovery, you know, as a, as a person with a substance use disorder. Oh, by the way, before we do that, um, I do want to shout out. Uh, we got Johnny Fab up there, man. I love you, Johnny. Good to see you, my friend. He's a, he's a guy in Pennsylvania doing amazing work. Uh, I think he just got his, like, PhD or something. No, I know it's not a PhD, but he just graduated college, I believe. Johnny, you might have to correct me on that. But he's doing big stuff up in Pennsylvania, really big stuff. And, and I'm really grateful to have you in my friend network. Um, who was that up there? I can't see when you do that. Margaret. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hey, y'all, good luck on your journeys. Woohoo! Go Shane. Go Shane. Okay. Hi, Margaret. Well, you know who she is. Um, Darian says, proud of you, Art. And, of course, he goes, business. Uh, lots of good recovery, he says. They are all difficult, Johnny Fab says. But the desire chips is the best. But the desire chip is the best. Excuse me. Ah, Johnny, thank you, man. I appreciate you. Um, we can still look it up. But, yeah, uh, the desire chip is the best. Absolutely. Johnny, it's really good to see you. Bachelor's degree, BSW, and social work. Um, if you know Johnny Fab, and I hope I, I hope that you get, I recommend anybody who who doesn't know Johnny Fab get an opportunity to meet Johnny. Um, he is he is a true recovery advocate, true recovery warrior. Um, going out and getting that social uh, social work degree, I mean that makes so much sense because I know him, and and he's going to go to any lengths to help the next person. I love that about you. Congratulations, Johnny. I can't say enough about you that I love. But pivoting on that. Um, you'll notice that I have this big giant can right here um, of a of a beverage, and this is a, a an energy drink. And anybody who knows me knows that I probably shouldn't have this much energy in a bottle uh, or a can. Um, I was told at the beginning of the show that I couldn't put the label forward because we're not promoting this organization, this company here. Um, did you want to say something, Art? But your beverage could be there. But but your <laughs> beverage could be here. You too could help <laughs> help fuel getting the herd. So we they're are seeking sponsorship. Seeking sponsorship. Um, all silliness aside, though. So getting back to what we we're talking about. So being a peer leader, being involved in this organization. So when I think of somebody, you know, hearing about Art right now, he was talking about getting you know the most time he's ever had, and not ever having gotten to the six month mark in recovery. When I hear that as, an, as another fellow person in recovery, um, I immediately think this is somebody I need to keep close by. You know, there are certain things and you'll notice this as a leader in the houses. You'll notice um, when we have court dates, you know, when we have dates around family, um, you know, anything like that, anything that that can. I guess they turned the air on, didn't they? <laughs> um, anything that, you know, has the potential to bring up emotions. You know, is something that we need to look out for each other. And as a peer leader, you know, it's like I don't I'm not afraid. I mean, I, 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 I want to see art do well and everything. Um, but it tells me it reminds me that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm one bad decision away from doing something stupid to myself, something self-destructive and throwing away a lot 
you know, of, of, of good stuff going on in my life, or at least potentially putting on, putting that on hold. So, you know, I think about that and I think about what you're doing here, because we're going to spend some time talking about this sure, and that's sure. why you're here, Shane. Um, you know, you, you've made a decision to leave the organization, to go home for a little bit, which is what, about a half an hour away, 20 minutes away? About that. Yeah, something like that. So, you know, to go and help your mother take care of some stuff, get cleaned up, get your life a little bit different, you know, situated. And I wonder, you know, what are the motivating factors there when you've heard so many people say otherwise? Um, what What is the driving factor and what are the goals? How about that? So the driving factor right now is I want to separate myself as quickly as I can from the situation that I've been placed in as far as the person that no longer wants me around. And um, she who shall not be named. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I would like to uh, have somebody go over there with me. John's already offered to go over there with me, actually. And uh, and just make sure that emotions don't get the best of me. Um, I'm a pretty content or content, calm and, and cool person. So nothing crazy would happen. But just in case, you know, I feel some kind of way that I've never felt before. It would be good to have somebody there with me. Mm-hmm. And um I should say this too, if I didn't already, I, I do intend to come back. Art has told me that uh, he would uh, gladly show me how to run things with the podcast and just help me get a little bit more uh, knowledge about technology because I came up right around the computer era, but I we couldn't afford to really keep up with it. So technology mm. is something that has always baffled me and I would love to learn. And I've already, as you know, checked out some of the sober living houses here and there's definitely going to be a return from me. Mark my words. How do you feel about Sunday mornings? Sunday mornings? Easy, like Sunday mornings. <laughs> How do you feel about Sunday mornings? Sunday mornings are great. Sunday mornings. And you know what's even better? The uh, What is it? The Breaking the bondage of addiction. Breaking that bondage and talking about that in some sort of, oh, I don't know, format uh, in a room with other people and, and perhaps putting that out into the world through some kind of, I don't know, live stream and producing that on a regular basis from, say, oh, I don't know, 9.30-ish to 11-ish every week. Sounds great. That does sound good. I like that for you. Absolutely. And I think Art probably likes that for you. I do. I, I think he told me that yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, did you have that conversation? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I'm trying to look out for you and help you out, too. No, I did. Yeah, it's yeah. Sunday mornings. Uh, it's a great show. Don't get Breaking the Bondages of, of Addiction is a fantastic program. Um, and... It's it's uh just a it's a, it, it's an extra level of stuff to do. That. Sunday at nine thirty to eleven Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, it's good to involve more people. It really is good to involve more people. So, well, I mean, I I appreciate that. So, I like goals and I like numbers. That's a Nathan thing. Um, when you're thinking about numbers, you're thinking about goals. What is your goal for getting back to? When are you looking at um uh, coming back for recovery housing? Because a goal has you know, a time sure. set to it. You know, I would like to lose weight. I think we've talked about this. You would like to lose weight. Sure. I would like to lose weight. But until I start actually putting numbers down, I ain't going to do jack shit. Absolutely. I mean, look, I mean, I had a donut earlier and then I had two sandwiches. I slathered the mayo all over it and I'm still hungry as heck and I'm going out for all. We're going out for all. You can eat sushi. Yes, indeed. Uh, at this evening. We'll take you out at some point too. I promise you. Do you uh, see sushi? I'm a little jealous about the sushi thing, yeah. We'll take you out. We'll take you out. I, the, the the impetus here is because he's leaving tomorrow, um, and, and I only have room really for four people in my car. So otherwise, it would be more. Right. Um, but anyway, 
getting back to you, because uh, this is all this is this is really a show about attacking you right now. I, I figured that. <laughs> Ain't that right, John? Yeah, yeah. I wanted to add something. To something he said a minute ago. He said that I offered to go with him. I did offer to go with him, but that was only half of what I said to him. The other half was, I think you should let someone go with you, either me or somebody, and I think you should come right back. Sure. Yeah. And the reason I believe that is because of all the people that are going back out there, you know, and the temptations are going to be everywhere. I don't care where you go. The world is really full of drugs and temptations right now, and I just am really worried that you're going to go back out there and, you know, you're going through this breakup thing, and I'm, I just love you, dude, and I'm real stressed out and worried that you're going to go back out there and something's going to pull you away, and you're going to go use, and, you, and, and I don't know if I'll ever see you again. You know, I really don't know. So I'm really worried about that, and that's why I've been bugging you for the last week. Please just get your stuff and come back because I just don't want anything to happen to you. And I understand, you know, that you want to do those things. You need to go get – I mean, if I was you, dude, I would just be flat out like this. I would, wouldn't even worry about that stuff at that house right now because you need to be worried about, number one right now, just yourself. You need to worry about your recovery and all that stuff is replaceable it's just clothes and stuff you know but you're not replaceable you know i love so. you too man i appreciate that and i hear what you're saying um part of that too i mean part of the as far as my stuff goes is a respect thing towards the person whose house it's in it's not her responsibility to be dealing with all my stuff cluttered around so i do have a little bit of uh, responsibility in that aspect i understand um Unless she would just throw it all away, in which case that would kind of not be good. Okay. However, uh, you know what? I'll stop. I, I, no, 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 no. I have to cut in here. Pick on me. Pick hold on, on me. hold on. No, it's not a pick on thing. But as I recall, you were planning to do something somewhat passive aggressive towards her. Oh, oh, oh. No, uh, no, something no. with the lights or something. I forget what joke. it was. No, I was going to hide her phone charger. Oh, I, oh, I see. I see. So, so that respect thing, huh? Uh huh. Okay. Hey, no, that that was just from from emotions and feelings, and just joking with the guys. I'm, I, I get that. I get that. So, all right. Well, continue. So, so talking about goals, appreciate what you said. Um, talk about goals and, and a date for coming back here. So right now my goal is to be back to McShin sometime. Hopefully I would say by next Tuesday or Wednesday, um, going to spend the whole weekend with mom, going to get her to take me to court, to the courthouse over in Chesterfield on the other side of town on Monday and try to iron out everything over there in one day, all the paperwork I have and uh, get that situated <clears throat> and hopefully get some kind of idea of when I'm going to have a license mm. to be able to go back to work right now. Work has me on the schedule on, on Wednesday. So I need to figure that out as soon yeah. as possible. But my goal was to be back here by Wednesday. Gotcha. Okay. Do you have a driver's license, John? I do not. You just got yours yesterday. Uh, you so you, how long were you here? You first after seven years, but how long were you here? Five, almost. You almost were here six months. Six yeah, months? About five months yeah. without a driver's license. Without a driver's license, and um, I made it around. Yeah, I I got here on April thirtieth of two thousand eighteen, and I don't think I think I got my driver's license sometime in Mayish of twenty nineteen, little over a year without a driver's license. Um, and I don't have a car, so it's like a. You know, might as well not even have a license for it. What? <laughs> I mean, no, uh, no. Nah, nah. Yeah, you, you're gonna get the red truck. <laughs> what, I'm trying, what I'm, what I'm trying to, red truck. What I'm trying to get at is, um, there's ways around it, and people are here, like you know, build up your network, and that's you know, 
uh, one thing I did learn from Nathan is is uh, build that that network. Really, um, I mean, just driving around with people is um, is good. You know, just for sure. talking and and just you know being around people. Really, before I've, I came here, like I was isolated, like for at least four years. I didn't talk to anybody. Um, so it's important. For sure, for sure. That's actually been my the most therapeutic thing here. Um, especially in the first few days when I was, you know, obviously just about everybody that comes through here has that I don't want to be here, blah, blah, blah. And I came here voluntarily, like nobody forced me to be here. But uh, just talking to John and, and the rest of uh, the guys in the house, like there is a lot of therapy in just talking. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of addicts don't don't understand right at first anyways. They're hard, it's hard to accept or understand, I guess. Mm. Well, I don't want this to be a complete and total ambush on you, Shane. I expected um, it. It's okay. No, no, no. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm not going to do that to you. Um, and I, I want to. I'd like to pivot if we can um, to. Why have you used that word like three times? I never use that word. Pivot. I only heard it once. Well, maybe in my head I said it, which is annoying because I talk to myself. Um, well, you just said it again, explaining, asking why you said it. So yeah, and I'm pivot. wasting time. Now you're pivot. unnecessarily pivot. saying pivot. it. It's just <laughs> pivot. And it's funny because every time I say the word, like I picture it in like a dance way. So like behind me right now, there's like this guy, you know, doing. <laughs> Except with his feet. I can't get up and because I'm all wired in, but and I can't dance anyway. Um, somewhere in another life, I am a dancer. Me too. I. I love dancing. I love dancing too. Um, I have not. Well, anyway, that's another story. Pivoting, as it were. <laughs> it's also Pride Month, so you know. Um, <laughs> let that freak flag fly. Freak flag fly. That's a good one. That's a good one. Because if you say freak flag, fr <laughs> before before the show, we were doing tongue twisters on the mic, so we were having some fun with that. Um, but. Let's pivot back to the 28-day program. So I know that you were in the program, our jail program at RSW, and, and you got here, um, and you had some time, some time, you know, uh, in recovery, you had some time not using. Um, so so that, that certainly puts a leg up. You know, I got here, I, was, I had two months of, of not using. So, like, I, I wasn't detoxing, um, and I had kind of gotten past the, 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 I wouldn't say the desire because I certainly came, I certainly got here and thought, okay, well, now what? Um, but I certainly didn't have it as much in my system, you know, so it yeah. made it a little easier, which is to say it gave me a clear, a little bit of a clearer mind ready to receive information. So what happened during the 28 days? Like what, what is, what is a typical 28 day program? What was your 28 day program experience? That's what I'm asking. Well, uh, I had no idea what it was going to be like when I got here. I just, I mean, my friends didn't really tell me much about, you know, their experiences. I was just so excited that they were sober, you know. So I came here really open-minded, and all I've done... Well, wait, wait, can I, can I, before you continue on that, so you had no idea what to expect. Absolutely not. Well, so, so in your head, though, like, what were you envisioning? Um, I don't know, dude. Yeah? Yeah, I don't know what I was, I was just, I, I had no idea what I was going to be coming into, dude. You're just eager to get out of out of our stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you on that. Yeah. Right, right. Um, all right. I'm sorry. Continue. So, uh, you know, I got here. Um, my friend brought me here. James Funkhauser brought me here. 
and I came in and did an intake. Uh, I believe I was talking to Joyce in the intake. And then they uh, checked all my medications in for me. Uh, <coughs> they got me appointments set up right away, you know, to go see the doctor and the uh, therapist and everything. Um, as soon as, oh, then they took me to the grocery store. And I got some groceries. You got to go to the grocery store? You didn't order it online? Yeah, I got to go to okay. the grocery store. <laughs> and uh, I actually <laughs> can't stand ordering groceries online. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I gotten better at it, though. I've gotten better at it. So We all have. <laughs> I have some lingering resentments about that. But anyway, this isn't so, about me. It's about me. <laughs> right after that, you know, when I, right after that, uh, after I got all checked in and stuff, you know, I actually went to the house and, uh, Drop my stuff off in the kitchen, and then I came back over here and went to a group. On your first day? On my first day. Okay. And it was groups the rest of the day for me. Oh, what time? What time did you get here in the morning? Um, you got what time did you get released? You you came bed to bed, right? I got here before lunchtime. So they they picked you up at jail. Yeah. Okay. James Funkhouse picked you up. Yep. Drove you down here. Yep. You're here in the morning. They take you to the grocery store <clears> right away. <throat> right. All right. Well, all right. Let's start there. Yeah. What What did you buy at the grocery store? Got some cereal because you just been got you you just been got you just gotten out of jail. How long were you in jail? Uh, forty one months. Forty one months. You get to go to the grocery store right away, yeah. and you buy cereal. There was a little break <laughs> in that forty one month period where I got released for like a couple days. Okay, but then I was right back in there, so I had to say forty one months because it was twenty six months. Yeah, and then eighteen months. Okay, so but I had you know you get your good time, so it's about forty one months. But I got some cereal and milk. Uh, that was like the first thing I got. You don't get any cereal in jail, you know. Yeah. Not where I'm at. We did get it when the COVID was hitting. Yeah. Mm. We got cereal every morning, but uh, I got some cereal, milk. Shout um, out to COVID. Yeah, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, Miserable. I'm trying week. to think back what I got. I got uh, some bologna and some bread and some cheese, and I did not get any oodles and noodles. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely I love oodles and noodles and, and ramen. I yeah, I like them. I ate one yesterday, but I didn't buy some. <laughs> did, did you win it in a card game? <laughs> no, I, it was left in the kitchen, so I ate it. But uh, I can't remember all the stuff I got. I got a bag of apples and a bag of oranges and a, some bananas. Fresh fruit. Yeah, yeah. I, I missed good. fresh fruit when I was in jail too. Yeah. I mean, we got yeah. And then the rest of the stuff I got was just stuff I could make real quick, like pizza. You know. Uh, Got some like chicken bacon ranch bowls. They were really good. From oh Stouffer's. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that kind of stuff. I thought you were thinking of the yeah, frozen stuff. Ah, okay. So it was just so I could, you know, make stuff real quick. And, and do you cook? It. Do I cook? Yeah, I can cook. You can cook. Yeah, I'm actually pretty good at cooking, but I don't cook over at the house. I just microwave shit. Okay, okay. <laughs> we'll put a pin in that. I wanna, I wanna put a pin in that. But let, let's. So the 28 day program. What, what was your experience through the 28 day program? So. You guys are almost the same amount of time. You're you're getting close tomorrow, and so so you, you've been here just a few more days than than Shane. And while that was coming, while that was happening, the last couple of weeks, um, we had a COVID outbreak in our intensive house. We did, yeah. And so we had to remove people, isolate, you know, and 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 work within. And you, my friend over here, you were one of the individuals that ha I'm telling your health and business online here. Um, you fine. alluded to it. So, sure. uh, so, so you, you, you were affected by the COVID pandemic while you were here. Correct. Um, 
how did that go? <laughs> I mean, let's but let's talk about it though. As far as a, a response from a, an organizational response, you know, as far as your own you know needs, as far as getting what you needed while you were here, you know how how was that process? Because obviously there are lots of things that are out of our control, the McShin, and also you know personally. Um, how did that go? Sure. So we had had a uh, uh, gentleman come in, and uh, his I guess his parents called and said that that they had had COVID. So they immediately quarantined him in the room upstairs. And uh, he was given a laptop to do zoom, uh, to zoom in to our meetings that we have every day. Um, so probably the next day, maybe two days after, I don't remember, I was walking back from the smoke shack and I got really lightheaded and almost fell down. And, and they immediately took me to the hospital and, you know, got tested and came back. I had uh, COVID which the other guy had COVID and the flu. So I got off easy, I think, kind of in that respect. He had COVID and, and the, the flu, flu at the same time. This was, I won't say his name on the air, but it, this was, mm -hmm. oh my, Fluvid. Would you call it Fluvid? Fluvid, yes. <laughs> so he's That's actually good. truly the only one that really suffered. He he got he got it the worst out of everybody. But um, he is also one of the most calm, quiet, and relaxed people. If it had been if it had been me, everybody would have suffered. Harrison, <laughs> yes, oh, my bad. <laughs> We're not going to say his name online. Oh. It's okay. It's okay. Um, it's all right. Yeah. So so as far as is, is living at home, once they realized that I had COVID too, they uh, I unfortunately had to leave uh, my roommate John over here and go up to the sick bay in you know, whose room and, uh, <laughs> and essentially, essentially they just, uh, you know, we used the zoom, we zoomed in on all the meetings. So we never missed a meeting. We were able to, to, uh, interact and participate mm. just as we, as if we were over here. Um, they made sure we got our medicine, you know, any, any wait a second. Just as you, just as if you were over here, yes. does this mean you like dipped out of high noon and hid in a room somewhere? Never. No, does this never, mean you like showed up 20 minutes late to group because you were in the bathroom or or sleeping in the chapel? Never, <laughs> never once. <laughs> okay, okay. I promise. No, but um, everything, as far as it goes, everything was great. They ended up uh, quarantining the whole house, though, once other people started getting sick. And, you know, that got a little, you know, we got a little testy towards the last few days of that. I think John put somebody in an arm bar. <laughs> it was, oh, uh, yeah? it was... It was a long five days. Let's put it that way. It was a long five days with a lot of testosterone trapped in one house together. Okay. Okay. I want to. I want to. I want to hear more about that arm bone. Is is a person still here? Yeah. Have you made up with that person? I didn't hurt him on purpose. I mean, I, I mean, we went out there to wrestle, but I didn't hurt him. I just put him in a. Uh, we weren't fighting or anything. Like oh, that. it was. Like, it was just play. Play at. Yeah, it was just oh. a wrestling. They were match, sparring. It sparring. Was an exhibition. Okay. I just threw him on the ground and put him in an arm bar real quick. He told him he was going to do it right before he did it, too. Uh, okay. okay. Like Babe Ruth, he called his shot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Did you want to – Art, you, you seem to have something to – No? No. Nothing. You, you were moving that mic close to you. Just That's, getting comfortable. Just getting comfortable? Oof, getting comfortable. Um, I, I saw that, Johnny not Fab. Not complacent, comfortable. Yeah, it's a yeah right, right, right. Um, definitely not complacent. Don't, I, I'm scared by that word, too. Johnny Fab says, pivot, Nathan, pivot. <laughs> and five, six, seven, eight, and pivot, and pivot. <laughs> we, we have fun here. <laughs> um, but, but listening to you and listening to you tell how that story. So, you know, what I, what I like about this place, McShin, and, and what we've all kind of collectively gone through with COVID over the last several years, you know, two, and, two plus years now, 
um, you know, this this has really, you know, it, it's really spotlighted to me how adaptable, how um, just how how committed the recovery community is to continuing to fulfill the mission of the next person, you know, this person helping the next person and the next person. And, you know, organizations, I mean, it's not just McShin, but, you know, certainly, you know, I work here, obviously, I'm the outreach director here. You know, I, I want to talk up McShin and I want to talk up the recovery community in general because, of course, we had to pivot, you know. <laughs> I keep saying that damn word. It's stuck in my head. We had to adapt. You know, we had to adapt and accept some new realities, which meant a lot of the mutual aid meetings, you know, 12-step meetings, they they closed or, or you know, ad adapted and went online. And, you know, here at McShin, you know, we, we never closed the doors. I mean, we kept the doors open every single day during COVID. Um, and, and, you know, we had a couple of, you know, we had a couple of harrowing moments where, you know, we had to do some quarantining and work. But, you know, for the most part, you know, we, we went through... Um, you know, we, we, we did it, you know, we did it and we continue to do it and we learn from it. And part of that growth that came from that is, is what you all were able to, uh, benefit from is that zoom room that we have. And, Absolutely. and yeah, I mean, like, I mean this, the podcast and, and putting out as much as we do now, you know, is a direct result of, you know, COVID. In fact, you know, we, we don't do as much as we did a couple, you know, a year ago or so. And I think we do a better job at what we do do. I wasn't gonna say it. I just said doo doo. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's all doo doo. No, but but we have this you know this new Zoom room that that we put in a couple couple weeks ago, a couple months ago. We we really only started to tap into that power. Um, we we do have all the groups accessible from the world, but we haven't put it out into the world. So if you're listening right now and you're hearing me say this, um, you know, hit me up. I, I'll be glad to give you the the the, the digits on that because we will be putting it out to the world soon. But it's because of that commitment, you know, from the community, from the recovery community. It's because of the commitment of the McShin Foundation that we continue to make sure that we put quality programming into the jails that we serve, you know, that we continue to have quality programming available when people were stuck in their houses quarantined. You know, we this isn't the first time we had to quarantine and we've done Zooms before, you know, we did it in a different format before. Now we have a whole room set up for it. But but we've been able to continually adapt, continually to grow and to meet and 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 surpass each each challenge. And I I find I find so much hope out of that. You know, not not just simply, you know, okay, we continue to, oh, this is a bad thing, and oh my goodness, oh, this is horrible. But like, oh no, this is a this is a challenge. What's the opportunity? I mean, I joke about that with art all the time. You know, when a challenge presents, I'm like, okay, what's the opportunity? And that has really helped shape my thinking over the last few years. You know, with every challenge that comes at me, I'm like, okay, where where is the opportunity here? What's the opportunity to get into the solution? What is the solution? How do I put that solution into action? I can sit around and talk about problems all day. I mean, and I do sometimes. I'm really grateful when I have people in my life who help me get out of the problem and into the solution. You know, and there aren't there are there, there people people. You'll notice this if you think about the people in your life. Not everybody is a into the solution kind of person, and not everybody needs to be that to you, right? Like for me, you know, I need to have the other people who are challenging me and helping to identify the problem, you know. But the people who help me identify not only identify the solution, but help me to put that solution into action are the people I really need to grab and hold on to as much as possible. This is grabbing and holding on to that. That looks really weird, doesn't it? 
a little bit. A little weird. <laughs> kind of uncomfortable right now. <laughs> let's, let's discuss that. <laughs> let's pivot. Um, <laughs> but let's let's take a minute. I, I, uh, I didn't realize it was, we're already 35 minutes into this. I want to throw a little commercial into the break. So take a two and a half minute break here. Um, we got a couple people watching and loving. I think that uh, we're, we're doing some cool stuff here. We'll continue this conversation um, with Jono and Shane W. And, of course, Gart over there um, after, after this quick commercial break. Thank you all. Here at McShen, we believe in the McShen way, which is authentic recovery support service providers, people with lived experience, bringing that experience to those who need that lived experience in recovery. Here at McShin, we believe in many things to support our mission. We believe in women empowerment. What I love most about what we believe here at McShin is we believe in the authenticity of the peer-to-peer approach. Here at the McShin Foundation, we believe in giving people opportunity. Here at McShin, we believe in the inherent worth and dignity of every person. At the McShin Foundation, we believe in helping people reach their full potential. Here at the McShin Foundation, we believe in multiple pathways to recovery. Here at McShin, we believe in placing principles before personalities to help spread hope. Here at McShin, we believe that recovery is possible and that any person seeking recovery can become a more acceptable, responsible, and productive member of society. Here at the McShin Foundation, we believe in self-discovery. Here at McShin, we believe in saving lives and offering second chances. Here at McShin, we believe you can do this. Here at McShen Foundation, we believe that we can only keep what we have by giving away, which is why we continue to help others like us seek and find recovery. So, hey, everybody, welcome back. And again, uh, this is Getting the Herd, the award-winning recovery cup. Can we do another take on that? (laughs) All right, welcome back, everybody. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody, uh, to the award-winning recovery podcast, Getting the Herd, brought to you by the McShin Foundation. I am your host today, Nathan Mitchell. And today, we are with John O. and Shane W. And as always, our producer, Gart. So... (laughs) Hey, you know, I miss Justice, but now we have Gart. <laughs> um, while we were on that little break, we had a, a little heart-to-heart conversation with Shane W. over here, and we were talking about the predicament, and we were talking about coming back to the McShin Foundation. So 
Shane offered the challenge that he would come back onto the show um, if he got settled back in by next week. And so he said he wants to be back by Wednesday the 22nd. And I said, well, all right, the next day is the 23rd, and that would be a show for us. And let's do the 28th to give you a couple more days, because I'm a realist. And I think, oh, that air conditioning, it's just right there in my ears, isn't it? Um, by Tuesday the 28th, if you're back and in recovery housing and settled, we'll get you back on the show on the 28th. 100%. 100%? All right. It's a lock. All right. Maybe we'll bring another newcomer with you. There you go. All right. Cool. Let's put that in. All right. So listen, After while we were on the break, too, I realized I keep cutting Jono off when we're talking about the 28-day program. So I really want to hear about that 28-day program experience and what's next for you. Because I know as an assistant house leader, you're taking some new things on. Um, I stopped by there. Art and I stopped by there last night. And uh, we did tw- uh, we did 28th step. <laughs> we did 10th step. I'm never good after the commercial break, bro. I'm just not. The 28th step. Hey, he says with no mic on. <laughs> so listen, so we did 10 steps. So what? What are you? What are you doing, man? So how did that 28 days go for you? Uh, what were you feeling? Did you feel? Were you, were you a serial killer when you first got here? <laughs> I mean, you bought the cereal, and no, Shane says you not. looked like one. So yeah, definitely know? not. Definitely not. So. Uh... Yeah. He's staring uh, at the he's staring at the TV. Stop looking at yourself. Look at us. I was looking at into space. <laughs> um so it went by really fast. Twenty-eight days flew by. Uh we basically go to groups and meetings all day long from eight thirty to four, around four, four thirty. And uh then we get to go back to the house for a little bit, you what, know, get something to eat. What do the groups consist of? Um, well, there are all kinds of different groups. I mean, sometimes we have NA meetings. We have AA meeting uh, every day at 12 o'clock. Uh, and we had some relapse prevention groups. Uh, a lot of the other groups that we did were just all of us talking about our experience, you know. Oh. And uh, Who's your favorite facilitator? My favorite one? Whew. I don't know if I should say who my favorite That's one a is. Trick question. <laughs> totally. Gart got it. <laughs> so he's fishing for an answer. Woo! Okay. Nathan. Let's skip that question. <laughs> John's pretty freaking good though. Yeah, you know, John's done it for Jesse's a couple years. Jesse's pretty good too. But Jesse does a great group. Yeah. I haven't seen a Jesse group since I was a participant. I I didn't see one. I mean, I yeah. technically am a still participant, but I never saw one when I was in the 28 day program. But um, saw one recently. Jesse is he does a really good group. Shout out, Jesse. There truly isn't a bad group that I've been in here. They've all been good. Okay, now listen. Every, I'm serious. <laughs> we know you're yeah, full of shit. Everybody's been, everybody's been super helpful. There has been a couple that really... I, I know before I got here, there was one in particular that everybody was talking about my first night here, which we won't get into. But yeah. Oh, I want to hear it. Well, we'll talk about it afterwards then. Okay. <laughs> all right. So you had great groups all day long, and you talked yeah. about many different things, feelings and yep. strategies, tools. Um, you went to AA meetings, NA meetings. Uh, there are also other pathways of recovery uh, meetings that are offered in this building that you may not yet have experienced, but you, if you want to, I know there's a smart recovery meeting and a, a, a Dharma recovery meeting. There, you okay. went to a Dharma. I went to Dharma. Yeah. Uh, uh, there was a uh, uh, there's a Mar uh, a Mara meeting. Is Medically assisted recovery anonymous. Yeah. Is it called Mara or Mara? Mara. Mara. Yeah. Which is awesome. I'm glad that that's available too. So. All these other pathways are here as well. Um, 
So that just I'm throwing that out there for those listening. So all right, continue. Yeah. Tell me how'd it go? It went really well. I mean, it was just a, a real good experience for me. Uh, Nathan was his favorite facilitator. Nathan was my favorite facilitator. <laughs> okay, good. I just need that was to like get a that. Star Wars thing, you know, a Jedi thing. <laughs> this is the facilitator you're talking about. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, everything went really well for me. I learned a lot of stuff, and uh, I got a lot of advice from people that, you know, I keep very, you know, at, like, the front of my mind, like, uh, that helps me get through my days and stuff. And it's been a really uh, just a wild ride. Like, my whole life has, like, changed in 28 days. I mean, it's been unbelievable. I got to see my kids for the first time in eight years. Uh, well, that's just a let, let, let's 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 focus on that for a second. Yeah. Eight years. Eight years. And you got to see your kids. Yeah. And what happened? Uh, it was a really awesome experience. You know, uh, they were really uh, welcoming, and and they it was really awesome. It was just an awesome experience. But uh, you know, after the thing, you know, it kind of I kind of I've like come to realize that I've actually really hurt them. And uh, it's going to be hard to build this relationship with them, and uh, I've got a lot of work to do. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm kind of get overwhelmed by it because I really love my kids so much, and I just want to be in their lives. But I got to really understand that I've really, you know, hurt them and and left them. You know. You've got four. You've time. got four, right? Yeah. And you um, specifically left. Uh, a couple of days ago, last week, I think last Friday, was Thursday. it Thursday? Um, was it James? James James, James Funkhauser, uh, shout out again, James came and got you, and drove you back up north. And what did you get to and do? My other friend came too, Heather Jones. Okay, she came to the program too. Okay, and and what did you get to do with your kids? Uh, my oldest daughter graduated high school, so I got to be there for her graduation, which was really awesome. I'm really proud of her. Uh, and she's getting ready to go to college. Uh, I believe in August she's going to Roanoke College. So, wow. Yeah. I saw you. I guess it was Friday when I saw you then. Yeah. And and you just had, I I you just looked so at peace. Yeah. You know that that was I I gen, I'm genuinely tearing up thinking about how happy at peace you you looked and and I can feel that and and eight years is a long time. Yeah. yeah. It's a really long time. I missed a lot of stuff. So. It's really hard. I don't know exactly what to say to him sometimes, you know, like, like, I, I, I'm not, yeah, I sent a message to you, like my oldest daughter on Facebook, you know, and she hasn't answered it back, but I, I think that they need to see a little more from me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's only been a month out of jail, you know, but she was happy that I came to the graduation and the other kids were all happy to see me. My, my youngest daughter was a little skittish because she was really young when I left. Yeah. So, but how, old my, is, how old is she? How old is she right now? Yeah. 12. 12. So she was four when you left. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, my son is actually younger than her by a year. And he, you know, came running over to me and gave me a hug. And then he went actually and talked to her, talked to her and got her to come over. Yeah. And it was nice. Yeah. That's beautiful. But they, you know, I mean, they really don't know me anymore. You know what I mean? I'm not the same guy. I mean, I don't really know them. Like, I don't know what what their uh, interests are and things. I, I haven't had 
taking the time, you know, to get to know them over the last eight years. So it's really hard for me to swallow. I mean, I've been pretty, uh, you know, good with uh, forgiving myself, you know, and I just hope that they'll be able to do the same thing. Yeah. Well, you've learned, you know, some things while you've been here over the last 31 days or so. And while you've been here, you know, gotten some tools, right? And and already, you know, being put into a position of peer leadership, you know, leadership here. Um, what do you what do you hope to take away? I mean, from the 28 days, and what do you hope to do for the next 28 days? Um, the next 28 days, I'm really just going to focus on uh, this the training with Chris, and I'm going to keep coming over here every day with the intensive guys, going to the classes and groups all day. Uh, not really looking to start working yet. You know, I'm just going to keep on working over here. And as far as, like, I don't know about just the next 28 days, but uh, I got a lot of goals, you know, from the first 28 days that I was here. I got goals that I'd like to get accomplished. You know, some of them are going to take a while, you know. But uh, one of them is to take the PRS class in August. I uh, really want to do that. I wanted to do it the other day, but Jesse said I had to wait till August, so I had to wait till August. Yeah, he likes. Well, you do have ninety days, but I think I think he likes. I think he likes. I don't know what he likes, but yeah. Uh, what is the PRS class for those who might not know? It's a peer recovery specialist. Excuse me. Peer recovery specialist. So, right. with the peer recovery specialist training, um, what can you do with that? Um, you can actually. I think you can. Uh, I think you can get a job doing that stuff. I'm not, that's my understanding, right? Yeah. You can actually get a job being a peer. Uh, so a peer recovery support, a peer recovery specialist in Virginia, um, to get that certification, you, you do take a 72-hour class. Um, and you do, uh, after that, you do f 500 hours of practical you know, work with other PRSs, um, you know, in, in, a, in an organization that supports recovery. Uh, recovery support services provider and from there uh what's the other what am i missing you know what chris told me mm. he told me that you know what i'm doing over at the house is going to be PRS oh absolutely work, and that yeah all my hours over there are going to count towards the 500 he, well he's right <laughs> so he's right cool. yeah because it, it, i'll be doing that kind of work prs work absolutely yeah no he's absolutely right the what you're going to get from that just doing, just doing as a, not just being a peer leader. I actually say just because it's actually quite a bit of work. It's an important part because often um, the peer leaders are, you know, the, the peer leaders are really the boots on the ground. You know, as a, as a person who's a, as a house leader, you know, you're the one meeting the individuals, you know, right when they walk in the door, you know, you know, and, and, and they make, you know, a person who comes to McShin, um, that's, I hear the noise in the background. It's, it's, a, we need to get one of those lights, bro. We just I'm need saying, to get, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's a side story. But our house leaders and our peer leaders are so incredibly important to um, the work that McShin does because, you know, often it's those conversations at night on the porch. You know, it's those, it's those meals that are shared together. It's those frustrations that we're, you know, dealing with. It's that, oh, shit, I forgot my book over there. Those things are, how am I going to get this med? Who do I need to talk to to get? my psych meds adjusted or who do i need to talk to to get my gym membership or who do i you know where do i go 
to 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 meet the next uh, bad relationship I'm going to get into. Oh wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> recovery capital. Reco thank you, thank you. Recovery capital. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, the recovery capital that the the recovery capital that you've gained in the last 28, th well, 31 days that you've been here, like that is so incredibly powerful and useful to the next person walking in the door, and you get to share that with that person. And in a and and because I know you, you get to share that in a in a in a very beautiful, very compassionate, very kind, loving, and and calm way. You know, I I I, I admire like you and 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 Art uh, both have a characteristic that Shane, you and I do not have. Um, that that is just very peaceful and calming to be in your presence. Now I know that peace and calm is probably not there behind the eyes, but you bring the calm and peace to, to the outside world and, 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 and you both inspire calm in me. And that's a, something I'm constantly seeking because this Nathan is a, you know, kind of a guy. Um, that's a technical term, by the way, you can trademark that kind of a guy. Um, and so that's beautiful. I, I love that spelled. Uh, uh, two B's and a P, blah, 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 and an L or something. Um, but I, I say all that, and you know, I think about what you're doing next, and what you've gotten out of the 28 day program. And and no, this is not a launch into you need to do this and this and that. You know, look, man, like like recovery and how we all do recovery. You know, it's going to be different. Like I'm I'm going to do it differently than Art's going to do it. Art's going to do it from John. John's definitely. Gonna, you know, we're going to do things differently, and ultimately. If we look at, you know, a definition of recovery that SAMHSA talks about, the Substance Abuse Mental Health Services Administration, you know, re recovery is simply about finding self-direction in our lives and improving our lives. You know, sure. there's, there's a long convoluted definition that they put in there and I'm missing and very much paraphrasing anybody listening to me. Feel free to correct me in the comments. But I really, you know, I, I like that part about being self-directed and you know, finding something meaningful. And, and essentially, to me, that means finding a purpose, setting goals and working towards that purpose. And I can do that anywhere. Sure. You know, um, I can do that anywhere. And it's really helpful to have a community. So you've challenged yourself to come back next week. Yes, sir. Yeah. And you have the next couple of days going and you got a lot of things going on. I do. What would you like to see for Shane the next 28 days? The next 28 days. Well, preferably, I would be back uh, at a house around here, preferably one close to because of my license issues. Mm. But uh, I mean, we'll figure that out when we figure that out. Um, we'll figure that out when we figure that out. Correct. That, correct. Yep. That's when we figure things out. Yeah. So I'll be back over here. Hopefully, uh, Gart is teaching me how to do <laughs> technical stuff at some point around that time. Um, I actually am, have been so proud of John and just... Like I said, he's been my roommate for a long time, minus the the COVID nightmare. Um, he's been a real in, uh, inspiration, easy for me to say, um, as far as my uh, last half of my time here. Because I didn't really, I talked to everybody, but I, I feel like me and John grew closer than I, I grew closer with John than I did with anybody because we sat around and talked a lot. And he, you know, heard me out and talked me off the ledge last Saturday. You did too. Thank you. Mm. Um I'd, I'd like, I would not have been able to to have such a, a wonderful experience without everybody in the house. But that's another reason why I have all the reason in the world to come back. And I'm truly, truly, 100% am coming back. 
Um, but as you mocked me for on my uh, exit plan, Mark, I would Mark like is to, such uh, a t- mock is a harsh word. Well, we have that relationship. Criticize? Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's okay. Everybody did. So, um, <laughs> learning Spanish has been something I've always wanted to do. So, oh no, I didn't mock that. I think that's a great goal. No, you just mocked my Spanish placement. Then. You mocked my placement. Of uh, well, I, you did put it. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> It was an it was an interesting it was a was it a short term or long short term short it was term. an interesting choice for a short term goal. Oh, Miss Mandy told me that sometimes it could be if you're smart <laughs> enough, I guess. Um, I, I don't. We can learn Spanish and technology together. Absolutely, let's do that. Hundred yeah. percent. I'm down. I just I I want to like I said before with the technology. I want to just I want to improve my knowledge of many areas that I have been sorely lacking. Ah. So I definitely am looking to do more than just what I already do, which is restaurant stuff. Yeah, I'm good at it, but I'm also getting old. <laughs> I can't hang with the young bucks anymore. Yeah. Well. Okay. 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 Uh, well, I see opportunities there. Absolutely. Opportunities. For the first time, I do too. Yeah. First time in a long time. I suspect if we wanted to, we could probably continue talking and talking and talking. Sure. The four of us. Um, however, we're we're at the 56 minute, 24 second mark, and for the life of me, I've been trying my darndest to get the show to about 45 minutes, and I can't shut myself up. And Art, my, Art doesn't have the balls yet to shut me up. No, I don't. I mean, I have them, but... <laughs> <laughs> Jury's still out on that, everybody, but... Uh, <laughs> see, we joke around here. We're, we're, we're a ball-busting group here. Um, if we have them. <laughs> anyway, on that note, um, we have a couple minutes left. Uh, do you want to add anything before we take off? Um, I just say, uh, yeah, yesterday I got my certificate and I forgot. I got so nervous on the stage that I didn't get to thank everybody that I wanted to thank. Can I do that? Of course. I just want to just uh, thank McShin. I want to thank my friends that brought me here, uh, James Funkhauser and Heather Jones, for uh, doing this thing and actually taking it serious and, and living a different life so I could actually see that it was possible. And I want to thank McShin for giving me the opportunity to come here. Uh, Cricket was real instrumental in that. And uh, just everybody that's been here teaching the classes and the groups and stuff and everybody that's said encouraging things to me on my way, you know, on my short journey so far. And this is the way to be getting for me. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, Shane, do you want to say anything before we close out? Kind of echo the same sentiments as John. Um, everybody here has been amazing. And, uh, I really, really, really thought it, you know, coming into this, I didn't know what to expect, but I thought it was going to be miserable. And the only times that were miserable were from, because of things from outside of here. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's because of the people here that I managed to, uh, maintain and shout out to Frank who does breath work on Mondays that really, Mm -hmm. really, really helped me out this week. And I've just, I'm so grateful for all of you and everything that's happened here. Even the bad stuff. Good stuff. Absolutely. Art, anything you want to do one more thing? Yeah. Yeah. I just got to give a shout out to my, my, (laughs) my buddy Kenyatta. He's getting ready to be in the room here too. He's getting ready to graduate. Kenyatta with two T's? Kenyatta with two T's. Okay. Ken- Kenyatta with a D was on the show. Yeah, I know Kenyatta with the D, yeah, too. We, yeah. were locked up. we were all actually in the same pod together. Me, him, Kenyatta, and the other Kenyatta. Yeah. And the other guy you talked about in the beginning. Uh, Harrison. 
Not Harrison. Oh, we weren't supposed to talk about him. Remember? Well, we were. I, I just, I was actually being silly when I said that. But yeah, it um, was a uh, kind of big. Uh, you said he's back in jail now. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We don't. Yeah, he was in the pod. We were all in the pod together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sounds like a good sitcom. <laughs> it, it does, right? Yeah. <laughs> the Kenyatta's in me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. But they spell it differently. I so. Kenyatta, Kenyatta, and I. <laughs> All right. All right. Do you want to close out I think here? We're done. Um, you think we're done? Yeah. Uh, thank you guys. Uh, good luck to you guys. Um, hope to see you, Shane. Absolutely. I'm um, sure I will. 100%. Uh, thank you guys for coming on the show. You guys are doing good. Thanks, Brad. Good thank you, sir. Yeah. And, and I just want to try to say one thing Synonyms of cinnamon. Are cinnamon synonyms? Got it. Cinnamon. Wait, cinnamon is a synonym for a cinnamon. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> All right, I'm done. <laughs> On that note, everybody. Hey, listen. Uh, it is today's Thursday, right? Today is Thursday. Yeah, so we will see you back here next Tuesday on the 21st. I think I'm back in the driver's seat. I forget. Are you? I think so. Um, I don't. We don't have anything scheduled yet, but we but we we're we're working on. Getting a little more organized and scheduled here. Um, but you know, scheduling and uh, also um, good things to come for getting the herd in the future, um, near future, hopefully. But yeah, your name could be on this can right here, <laughs> you know. Yeah, your name uh, could be on this can, blank can. Where, where could be it? wearing your shirts, and yeah, I mean, you know, I could be wearing, well, I can't wear a hat, we're not, no hats in the building. Um, but we, we could be doing all kinds of things back here. We could have a tablecloth with your name on it. I could be eating your food. We love oh, free food. One, yeah. We love free food. We definitely love free food. Anyway, listen, everybody. Yeah, we love you. Have a great weekend. And thank you so much for, for being here today with us. Um, have a good weekend. We'll see you Tuesday. Stay in the herd. Liller. I am the CEO of the McShen Foundation and a woman in long-term recovery since May 27, 2007. I have not used drugs or alcohol. Woo -woo. Thank you so, so much to the Richmond Times Dispatch and all of our voters for Get In The Herd podcast. Those podcasts are amazing. Not only has it helped thousands upon thousands of people in their recovery, as well as family members, but it has helped me in my personal recovery. I get to listen to them now in my car through Spotify and iHeartRadio. And it's just really, really important for us to be innovative in the addiction field and the recovery community. So when COVID hit, we had to be innovative. You know, we really had to think of like, what can we do to reach people that cannot go to 12-step meetings? smart recovery, faith-based, whatever, um, that we're shutting down constantly. So we were innovative here at McShen. Let's start podcast. So with Todd, John, Alex, um, and some other staff, you know, we all just kind of jumped in who can do what. And um, with Todd's lead and John's lead, the podcasts have been amazing and we're still doing them today. So I want to thank you for all of your votes and all of your energy and all of your support of our mission of healing families and saving lives. Thanks.